Hello and welcome. This is Communication Means Talking Together. My name is Arjun Bakshi. Let's learn a little bit about communication skills, leadership skills, and really how you'd like to improve your life, your career, and your outlook. Let's start. This week, I thought we would talk about, well, honesty at work. And you might wonder, why this is even a topic we're considering. Well, let's think of it this way. When you're at work, there's some things that go your way, and there are other things that don't go your way. That's normal. The question is, while you always were trying to make the maximum amount of things go our way, how much of the other category are we supposed to speak about with other people that work, especially people higher up the food chain? It's an interesting dilemma because I had different interactions with, uh, you know, people I speak with, people I work with. And on the one hand, a line of thought exists that you should be as honest as possible, even about your vulnerabilities and failings with people you report to. And the other line of thought is, indeed, you should protect yourself, put your best face forward, and make sure that only the most positive image exists out there. And this is where we have to sort of weigh some pros and cons. So let's start with the latter, which is probably more time-honored, right? The idea that you should present a tough exterior, flawless as much as possible, and while behind the scenes you might be scrambling and working hard and trying to make sure things don't fall apart and that your mistakes are overcome. When it comes to speaking with people you report to, you might give a pretty rosy picture. At a minimum, you might say something like, not to worry, I'm on it. And maybe yeah, I'm jumping to the conclusion here. That's the kind of talk we want to find, where we communicate enough without giving too much vulnerability to our end of the situation. But let's go with this time-honored thought a little bit further, a little bit more deeper. And the idea, of course, being that strength has been prized over centuries, if not millennia, as a trait in human beings. The stronger you are, the tougher you are, the more you're able to take difficulty, the more prized you are as a person of the community. And as a result of it, you might have leadership roles in the community that you belong to. In this case, perhaps a corporation. But of course, there's more to it than that. The idea of being flawless is perhaps rooted in our striving to be perfect. And perfect is, of course, here just a substitute for the divine. So when you're trying to be strong and, effort, uh, and effortless and flawless in your work, you're really trying to be perfect. And you know what sense that, that means. Contrast that 
with today's trend, let's call it, for the lack of a better term, of authenticity. We, if we have a chip on our shoulder, if we have something that's bothering us, we talk about it. We share a concern, even if it makes us look as being less than perfect, having flaws, having failings. What could possibly be the upside of that? Well, funny enough, studies show that this creates more trust between yourself and the others. And especially if you and the others already have some knowledge of each other's flaws and failures, it makes it easier to have an encouraging work atmosphere, certainly one of lower stress levels. I don't think anyone would dispute that. If one is able to admit to flaws and faults and failures in the workplace, we're able to cooperate with each other, not have unreasonable expectations of each other, and most importantly, seek help when it's most needed. As an educator, I would say that the hardest thing has sometimes been when students, young, young uh, people of all backgrounds, um, I'm talking, of course, of people less than 20 years old in many cases, when people were too ashamed or proud to seek help and then ended up getting a bad grade. That's, that's hurtful because obviously any decent educator wants everyone to succeed. Maybe everybody gets, you know, at least a C or a B or an A, right? Maybe, maybe not an A. But the idea being that if, if someone would just have reached out and said, hey, professor, I'm having a problem with this assignment. Can you help me? Absolutely. Give pointers, give suggestions, help people avoid mistakes, and hopefully get a better grade in the outcome. There's not much you can do, of course, after the assignment is submitted and graded. And that's with life, too. A leader, a boss, if before the deadline for a particular project, your team comes to you and they say, sir, we're having a problem with this. And you go ahead and you help them, you roll your sleeves up. Maybe you yell at a couple of people, who knows? But the job gets done. People learn from their mistakes and the team is stronger for it. Many a time, and we've probably talked about this in a different episode, Conflict actually brings people together because you're able to be vulnerable. You're able to talk more directly about things that bother you. And you're able to overcome whatever misalignment might exist between yourself and the other part. So to bring it back, like with 90% of things in life, the answer lies in the middle. You don't want to be so vulnerable so authentic that it offends people or that it makes you look weak. Nor do you want to be the person that is stoic to a fault, unable to admit to flaws, and worst of all, possibly covering up mistakes. So what it comes down to, I think, is Perhaps a message crafted thusly. You are concerned and you are well aware of 
the flaws in the system, the flaws in the team, the possible risks that might exist in a given scenario. A, you don't have enough people. B, you might not have enough money. C, you might not have enough time. Or D, you might not have the accuracy or the insight to really give you a close read on the problem based on the software available, based on the analysis that you could get done again, perhaps in a certain amount of time. So risk assessment is something that every leader will appreciate. And especially if that risk assessment is done well ahead of time. Now, the problem is a project is an objective thing. And you can do a risk assessment on a project. But can you give a personal risk assessment? Some people and some companies have a really good way of going about this. They'll do performance reviews, not just rubber stamp performance reviews, which every company does, but sincere, improvement-driven performance reviews, where the whole point is, hey, come up with a career plan. If you have a company that you work for that actually converts the performance review into a career planning session, a mentoring session, you're in the right company. You should stick there as long as you can and climb as high as possible. That's the kind of company that anybody would want to work for, where your boss is your mentor, wants you to work hard, holds you to account, but ultimately wants you to succeed and improve and get better pay and better title, more responsibility, more respect. So to bring it all the way back, yes, it's okay, especially if there is a mutual exchange of flaws and vulnerabilities. It's okay to share them in the context of the work being done, number one. Number two, showing humility so that people know you are not blind to your faults. And yet, ultimately, the ending of that conversation has to be positive and optimistic. Show us how you're going to fix it. Problems exist everywhere, in ourselves, in our work, in the company, in life. The catch is, can you come up with a solution and can you give the other person the confidence that your solution will work. If you can make me believe that however bad things are today, tomorrow they'll be better, that's all I need to hear. So here's a take home message for you. It's okay to have flaws. It's okay to not be sure if a particular plan is going to work. But if you can give me an honest risk assessment, if you can be honest about your failings, your team's failings, and yet have a solution to mitigate those failings, to mitigate that risk, and to become stronger and better in the future. That is success in a nutshell. Thank you for joining us this week with Communication Means Talking Together. Join us every week. And we can also be in touch via email or through our social media. Go to our website, cultureofspeak.com, for more details. And see you next week. Goodbye for now.